You're listening to Gecko Beats, broadcasting from Gecko International School in Shenzhen, China. We are students at SIS, sharing our ideas, perspectives, and stories. All right, so welcome to uh, this week's episode of Gecko Beats. I'm here with four sixth graders, and we're going to be spending today talking about what the effects of the coronavirus are on our world and local economy, and also what we think might happen with social behaviors if social distancing continues. Uh, none of us are experts on this, but we're all curious about it. So we're here to have a discussion and share our ideas and questions. So let's start by introducing ourselves. Um, okay, Ethan. Um, my name is Ethan. I'm currently in Jinjin, and I'm a student. Nice. Sunghoon. Uh, my name is Sunghoon, and I am also in Jinjin. Good. And Jonathan? Uh, I'm Jonathan and I'm also Jinjin. Okay. Michael? Uh, I'm Michael and I am also in Shenzhen. Nice. Okay. So I think the first topic we're all really curious about is the economy. So Michael, I know you prepared some uh, talking points there. Yeah. Why don't you go ahead and get started with that? So. I wrote about uh, the economy after COVID-19. So my first thing uh, was millions of people will have lost their jobs and big companies go bankrupt. So many go unpaid or on unemployment. So what do we think the effects of that are and what's causing that? Um, so what I wrote is, I, I had a few more points, but not enough money goes circulating for enough people. So a lot a lot of people eat less or they, they have to like uh, buy less because they're in a certain limit. Um, this could affect more crime, which is bad for the economy too because people might start stealing if they can't really afford stuff. And I wrote a big thing is um, oil prices go down. So that affects, um, that's really bad too. And then my last one is, um, how much can the government actually subsidize? So if if um, if you go for lunch and McDonald's pays half of the lunch, I mean, you pay half of the lunch and then the government pays half, how long can they do that for? Yeah, that's an interesting question. I want to come back to your issue of crime. Does anyone else feel that um, crime could go up because of the effect of coronavirus on the economy? Jonathan, I see you nodding. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, I think because um people are getting desperate, they don't have any other options. Yeah. So I think that yeah, it's it's a possibility. That's a possibility. What do you think, Ethan? Um, yeah, like um, it depends on like the country um, like how much people are affected and like people are gonna um be losing their job and they're not gonna have lots of money um and so like it starts to be necessary for stealing um measures. Nice. And Sung-Hoon, do you agree? Uh, maybe for like more, maybe, I, possibly I think that like, maybe crime rates will maybe go up for like low income areas, maybe. That's what I'm thinking because, you know, people that have like, 
benefits from their workplace, they can probably they can probably like go without stealing. But like maybe some people with like really low income and they might not have benefits, so it might get really hard for some of those people. It's interesting because like your perspectives on it depending on you know the income of people and how long they can sustain themselves is kind of connected to Michael's question about can the government subsidize uh, citizens who are out of work and subsidize means to replace the income temporarily while people are out of work right so depending on different countries who yeah. are doing that um, can anyone think of an example in the world where a, a country that you know of has subsidized for citizens that are out of work because of the situation? Michael? Me. Uh, if you go to McDonald's or something and you get a fries or a Big Mac and you pay like, let's say $5 and the government maybe pays the, the other $5. But is there a place in the world where that is happening right now that you know of? I, I think that, I think that in the U U.S., they're yeah. starting to pay businesses that are running out of money, and I saw that it's like a lot, a lot of money. But like some businesses aren't trusting that all the money's going to get sent out to like each company. Jonathan, um, I I also heard that uh, America's giving out like loans about uh, twelve hundred dollars to um, people who are who need to who need the money. Actually, the U.S. gave uh, stimulus checks. They're not loans. They're just free money. We're living in America. Yeah, um, I didn't get one yeah. because I'm not in America, but a lot of people who are there. But there's yeah. like conditions. If you were married to um, an immigrant, I don't think that you got your stimulus check yet. But the businesses are getting stimulus checks that are much, much yeah. better. Why do you think the government's giving businesses really big stimulus checks, Michael? Because they don't. Because they don't want. Because that's bad for the economy. If people stop working, then they they want to just help out some people so that they can kind of like like be okay yeah. for this period of time. Ethan? Yeah, like it, it's bad for like the economy in the U.S. So like they're just sending. Mm. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Um, and then, of course, the question that Michael asked, which is such a good one, is, is this sustainable? Meaning, like, is this something that Americans would be able to afford to do consistently over a long period of time? I mean, prob probably not, you know? What about yeah. in China? Ethan, I know you did some research on the economy and how it's been affected in China by the virus. What do you, what do you know about what's going on there? Um, um, because of coronavirus, like, people are on lockdown, um, businesses are on lockdown too, and so, like, no one can go to work, and that's why some companies are failing and shut down. Um, also, another reason is because the stock market price has significantly decreased um, with the coronavirus, and yeah. it really... Yeah, and the, so the stock market in China also had a big dip, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. So do you think are Chinese citizens like suffering economically speaking with because of the virus with unemployment rates and stuff like other parts of the world? Because I know life is kind of going back to normal there. Does it feel like people are coming out of an economic crisis or does it feel like life is life as usual? What do you guys think? Jonathan? 
Um, I think it's like sort of as usual. It seems more as usual. Mm. I agree with Jonathan. I think that mostly there's uh, everyone's wearing masks, and when you get in, they have to take your temperature, and you you they usually have hand sanitizer. But I think that it's definitely like uh, going back to normal. What do you yeah, think? Yeah. Um, yeah, last week I went to the park and there were like tons of people gathered around, but they they were all wearing masks. But I'm still worried that people are letting their guard. Okay, down. what do you have to say? A little bit too. Much. Um, like um, is um, China things are definitely getting better. Like there, there's lots of people on the streets. Um, more better than um, like earlier in the year when it was just introduced. I got a question. How many people are allowed? I was just wondering because a lot of a lot of people are in a lot of their houses. Is everybody here allowed of their houses? That's in Shenzhen. I am. Me too. What about you, Sanghyun? Yeah. 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 I'm in my house. You are you allowed out of your house? Yeah, but I don't really go out <laughs> Um, I am not, but I'm in Italy. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Um, we're still on lockdown here until May 3rd, apparently. So this brings up another, I think it's like interesting discussion about the economy, but I'm also curious, like what effect do you think this is going to have on social distancing? Like the social distancing, what will that have? And if, how will that affect human behaviors in the future? Like, I know we kind of discussed that a little bit before the podcast, but I'm curious to hear what you guys want to share about that. I'm going to let Jonathan start because I know that he had some ideas. About um, so um, I, I think that um, because of the coronavirus, um, like because of the coronavirus, there's um, become, they have more development in um, online uh, apps, applications, and websites. Like, for example, like the museums are all doing like online tours mm-hmm. and like there's online classes and then there's online phys- like yoga, all kinds of that. So I think people will start do- like people will starting to like do more things online rather than rather than like like in person and um i also think that people will be a lot more aware of um unnecessary physical contact and um wearing masks and they'll also uh be more aware of like crowds and if it's necessary to be in them i think and then i think they also have improved self-management because there's no one to because you you're by yourself you have to manage yourself mm. These are good this is most, yeah. Who, I do yeah, go ahead. I got something. It's, I think it also depends on where you live. Because I think that uh, countries' norms, some people, like, some people after will, like, won't, I think some people will be more careful than other people. That's so I think it depends who and where you are. Like, can yeah. you an example of that? Like maybe like maybe like one person won't wear a mask anymore when it's done, and then one person would when they go outside, or one person maybe won't won't start. One person will automatically once it's done will go and do things, and then one person will stay home and be more cautious. Um, Ethan, I know you were waiting to say something. 
Um, yeah, building on like Jonathan, um, also businesses um, are doing online um, workings as well. That's true. Yeah. I mean, even right now, we're all working online right now, <laughs> this very moment. Jonathan. Yeah. Um, I also have to add, I think a lot of people are experiencing a better relationship with their family because they're um, like, stay, they are stuck with them. The ones that are in lockdown with their families, they're like having more time to bond. So I think they're, they're building better relationships with their family. I think that it, it could be, and then it couldn't. I think some people would get kind of tired from their families. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> we, can, uh, we can just privately raise our hands if we're experiencing that a little bit. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think the real winners of the uh, of the coronavirus have to be the pets, right? Because all of our pets are getting mm. so much love and attention these days. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but then they aren't going outside as much. That's that. Well, it depends on where you are, but yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I was at the part where you guys talked about social norms changing. I think that's really interesting. Like, for example, I know that um, for me as an American, the proper way to greet someone is usually with a handshake if it's a formal friend or yeah. a uh, hug if it's a family member or friend. And obviously these days that's not acceptable. And I guess I'm curious, what do you guys think? Is that going to return to us? Or are those kinds of greeting norms where, involved, where physical contact were involved, was involved, are, is that gonna change forever? What do you guys think? Um, uh, Go ahead, Jonathan. Um, so I think that uh, it depends on uh, where you are. And um, I think for, for like after, if, if after the coronavirus, I think for a short period of time, everyone is going to be very aware of that. And then later on, some people will still be aware, but some people will um, start to uh, start hugging and shaking hands as you. Yeah, like um, um, after like the coronavirus, like at the very start, people are like, like going to warm up, like they're not going to get used to like, you know, handshaking. After a while, people are like going to get into and getting back to the norms. Yeah, I mean that would be yeah. I I hope that both of you are right. Sunghoon, do you agree with them? Do you think things will go back to normal eventually, back to the way things were? Yeah, probably. I think that like at first, people will be like really sensitive about like shaking hands, and they'll always be careful to like wash hands after shaking, you know, or before shaking hands with someone, and maybe physical contact will, you know, maybe people won't, like, touch each other to greet or, like, say goodbye and, like, hug for, like, some time, but, like, since it's probably, people have done it for a long time, I think they'll come back. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping so. I agree with you. Michael, do you have anything to add about, add to that? No, I, I think, I think that, um, they, they, my peers got it right. Cool. So one last thing I kind of want to ask in this is like, let's go around and all share like something that's come out of this situation that we feel like has improved our lives. Because I think there are some ways in which our lives have improved from this. So for me, I'm going to start by saying like, because I'm at home all the time, um, I've really been able to focus on getting really good at cooking and also um getting exercise regularly and really focusing on spending time doing that and taking better care of myself i guess and that's been 
really a blessing because I think a lot of times I used to be more focused about work and going to work and, and socializing and yeah. now I can't do those things. I have time to really focus on self-care. So that's been really helpful. Okay, Jonathan, go ahead. Um, I asked my mom and she said the same thing. <laughs> did she? What did what yeah. would she say? She said that now she's a lot better at cooking and then she has, she can focus on like, because uh, she has like online yoga lessons, she can focus on exercising. Nice. That's good. Michael. Um, so I think mine is that I've, I've learned, I think that we've all been more appreciative of what we have. Because I think now that we've like everyone, like I think especially, um, I, I know I am, I'm very, um, I'm very blessed to be um, not sick or in a good like position for this um outbreak and my and my family safe and I think that I've just learned to be more appreciative from like not being able to leave my house when I was in lockdown and stuff like that and I think that like appreciative not in like a, for a certain thing but like just overall nice that's always good to have gratitude Ethan how about you yeah um because we're not going to school I can um manage my time now and I can also extend my um studying further. Also, um, uh, I grew a little garden on the. Uh, you grew a garden. Like, that night. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, really cool. I can't wait to see pictures of that. What about you, Sunghan? Yeah. Oh, like nowadays, like when I used to. Uh, to ride my bike but nowadays I go I try to ride as long as I can that's good well thanks guys for joining me for a little discussion about how yeah was looking in this era of coronavirus going to happen I think the landscape in front of us is always changing and it's always interesting to hear from different perspectives so thanks so much for joining me in this episode of Gecko Beats and I'll just say say goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.